0: What is up? Oh. Nothing just getting settled.
1: Oh. What were you what were you doing?
0: Uh well I was uh checking to see on weather and then I sat down and then it started going off and it scared me.
1: <laughs> the, the weather started going off or the call?
0: The call started going off. Oh, okay. It was like, what weather are you having? <laughs>
1: Snow mostly. Snow. snow, yeah. You guys didn't have snow. You didn't have. You didn't have school today.
2: Yeah, that's true. Although we also did not get the amount of snow that was forecasted, and so I feel somewhat cheated
3: because I was promised much more, and there's just like a bit. Which, <laughs> on the one hand, I can drive places, so that's nice.
2: Uh, but on the other hand there's not any snow outside so i mean there is snow but not a whole bunch (laughs) how much did you guys end up getting uh not a lot i think it's less than an inch probably oh wow but they were calling for like ridiculous amounts of snow so yeah
0: (laughs) this morning it was all
2: mixy and freezy rain
3: and it was gross so
0: they're they're calling for like three inches down here and we definitely did not get that. Yeah. Uh, but I know it. Because it, it warmed up a lot today. And a lot of like the major snow like on the roads, I think, got melted. But now we're in the freezing stage. Yeah. So do you Do you guys even have a school tomorrow? Uh, so far, yes.
2: Okay. But that sort of remains to be seen. It depends on. <clears throat> Like you said, how much of that will freeze? It's supposed to do some more stuff a little bit later tonight, looks like, but I don't know how much that will be, and I don't know how much it snowed south of me down towards work, so it's a mystery at this current moment <laughs> really messed up my, really messed up my science demonstrations. uh that was supposed to be today. whoops, oh no, yeah. Uh, We'll (laughs) (laughs) reschedule at a later time. We'll see. Being being
3: flexible, (laughs) yeah, it's all right. It'll be. (laughs) What were they going to do today? Well, they were going to
2: do. uh, Conveniently enough, we have begun talking about weather and weather-related things, uh, starting with air pressure. So today was uh, supposed to be some sort of air pressure demonstration for the class. So I gave him a big list of stuff. And it's like, you pick something from here or something else you find. I don't care. Uh-huh. But I gave him a list to start with. The big it had like, I don't
3: know, eight things or something. on it. And so you pick one and you have to tell you have to present it to us and you have to tell us you know, what it is, number one.
2: Uh, Kind of how it works. So kind of explain what you're doing while you're up there showing us. And then you have to tell me why it works. Like, how it's related to air pressure in some way. So, they are supposed to, it was like, they were supposed to get stuff from home. Most of it's like straws or, you know, a balloon or something like that. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> to bring in, an, or a cup right yeah. some string you yeah, not very many supplies needed so they were supposed to come up with their supplies their group had a group of
3: two to three depending on which class it was and they were going to come in and show me and us things and alas it was not to be today <laughs> alas alas alas
2: <laughs> alas so that was the plan for today but instead i played video games and read books so, uh,
0: <laughs> <laughs> very much the same.
3: Yeah, yeah. So it's all good.
0: <laughs> very, uh-huh. very much the same. I got, I got the text message last night that oh, our office wouldn't open until about like ten, and then about like seven o'clock. Got the got the. Or I think it was yeah, it was this morning. It was about like six o'clock, six thirty, and I was like, oh yeah, we're closed today.
4: I'm like, yes.
0: Yeah. So I wow. immediately went back to sleep. Um, because in Topehuska, there's only one like from Bartlesville, there's only one road. And it's very windy and treacherous. Mm-hmm. And so if that's just a little bit and yeah, they're like, Oh no, it's closed. And I'm like, oh no, mm-hmm. ah, fiddle. I so mm-hmm. wanted to work today. So I'm I'm waiting for the call about you know six o'clock tomorrow morning, to see if we actually have work or not. Mm. But no, I, I, I had some typing I was going to do today and phone calls, but I was like, Oh, well, guess it's a movie day slash video game slash book reading day. And I finished, finished one book I've been working on. So there we go. Something accomplished.
3: Nice. Ta-da. Yeah. What did you finish? Um, I I actually finished that
0: Killers of the Flower Moon book.
3: Ooh. Uh, and
0: I just finished that today. Finally. Very nice. But I've started working on the other book that you guys got me for Christmas.
3: Sweet. Yeah. But yeah, it's
0: I got plenty of time to to read some things. But hopefully tomorrow begs to do with that as well. Hold on.
3: Yeah, we'll see. Oh,
4: okay. Right here and go.
3: I don't know. Okay. We went away. Ted. <coughs> I, think I, I think I heard a doorbell. Maybe it's pizza delivery. Oh. Hey, invite, yeah. invite him in. Yeah. Uh, first <laughs> guest. Come on. <laughs> <coughs> we'll see. We wait with bated breath, indeed, to be edited out later.
2: <laughs> Jazz break.
3: <That's> <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh. Riveting, riveting stuff here. It it is. This is really, really great. Definitely great radio. We'll just. I'm uh, just. Mark this down. Cut. cut, 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 arena, cut. All of all of this. all of this gets yes. cut. Mm. No, hey, ah. you did, you didn't get abducted. Hey. no, no. great news. <laughs>
0: A neighbor came and knocked my door. And I returned.
3: Oh. Okay. No, oh. no, we, we, we were what are we were thinking it was like pizza. Oh no, no. not that cool. Dang. No, no well anyway back on track uh i was reading today too i
2: couldn't decide i have two books i'm reading and i just one of them is very heavy like literally and figuratively and so it can be read in very small chunks at a time yeah because you need to like process what is happening and the other one is very lighthearted and short snippy things so i was reading a little bit of those today, and my other one I'm reading is at school. I'm still definitely reading the Egyptian Book of the Dead, but that's in my it's on my desk do that today.
1: you don't you, you don't just bring that with you wherever you go. It's very large uh turns out uh
2: shocking, yeah, so uh, i read that at school sometimes during reading time or when I have other time to do stuff. uh it's kind of interesting to look at and
3: read about so.
0: I'm pretty sure you still need to make them watch the mummy, but yeah, but the the video that I see, um I actually use some of those whenever we talked about kind of world history stuff, like because they that channel makes a bunch of those like day in the life of like an Egyptian royal or like, oh yeah day in the life of a uh, me- like a medieval castle, and so I watch I would watch some of those videos every once in a while. I have a book
2: uh, on my shelf at school. It's called. 24 hours in the life of ancient Egypt. It's pretty interesting. It's It had a lot of that stuff in it sort of in book form. So I
3: put it on my shelf at school. So I have access to it if I need it, grab it and go <laughs> do that. See, so. I kind of, I kind of
0: uh, got myself into quite a corner book wise because sporadically, I think <laughs> I just kept buying more books. Like I got, oh. I just finished that um Shelby got me two books um I got so there's not really a bookstore in Pahuska, but I was kind of wanting to find more things about like kind of the area and so there's a history museum there that's really cool and they got a lot of the old books and I felt really bad because those people don't get a lot of visitors and so I bought two of their books um and uh one is the uh, Wakunta, well, uh, The Osage and the White Man's Road, uh, written by an Osage chief or an Osage citizen back in like the 19 something. Um, and then I got another book about uh, Pistol Pete, it's over here. Um, uh, it's Pistol Pete's biography, uh, Frank Eaton's biography. Oh,
3: um,
0: yeah, and I even bought a DVD. Because I was like, oh, I'll I'll help support the local <laughs> local economy um, because people seem like they don't get a lot of visitors, uh, so they they guilt bought me. Um, I and because they're they're you really, really nice. And, sweet. and so, well, that too, and also it was a book. <laughs> so I was like, wow. Um, so I got a DVD. I need to watch about the Osage murders. And then, oh then Amazon was having a sale, and so I may or may not <laughs> yes, have bought the. Is this um, Atlas of uh, Indian Nations of Ooh. North America? Um, it is quite the big book. I was not expecting Great, it to be that big, homie, right there. Yeah, and way. then I got the other book told that uh, Brandon and Susan got me for Christmas that I've been reading. So I have a book that I read at work, and then I have a book I read here. So I'm kind of dual booking it at the moment. Uh,
2: that is the same reason I am dual booking it. I think I have somewhere on the order of twenty five books. That are that haven't been read yet, just about here uh, in these piles, because I have this terrible, terribly odd habit of uh, I don't put books on the shelf until I have read them. Oh, so my shelf is only for
3: (laughs) finished books.
2: Yes, yeah, they're they're on right now. They're uh, sort of in various stages stages of on my coffee table and on the floor next to my coffee table. Uh, and there's a couple on my desk over there. Uh, but the shelf is mainly for finished books. Oh. Uh, there's a few exceptions. There's a couple like antique things that I bought from like a flea market that are like poetry. And I bought them because they looked cool. I'm not really going to read it. But sure. Like, so I have some like vintage books uh, in yeah. one step. One of them is also in French. And so I can't read that one very well anymore. Uh, I have some random books like that, but the majority of books I have to read are in this pile here. Uh, and so that's why that's why I'm double booking as well. So, well, yeah, because
0: I, 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 I branded that picture I showed you because uh, uh, I literally just bought a new bookshelf that I put together. Oh, yeah. Right. Um, just for a separate conglomeration of books and movies and games to put on. And there are books on here that I have not even touched. There's books that I started and then like, ooh, another book. Uh, yeah, there's, there's a lot that I well, have. Well, that. that's why I
2: have my book collection is very large at this point. Mm-hmm. And so the reason for the delineation is mostly so that I don't miss any. Right. Mm-hmm. So there's not something I'm like, oh, have I read that? There's not any confusion, really, because it's, yeah. e- it's either if it's on the shelf, it's done. I've read it the whole thing blah uh if it has not been read it's over here and then the two that i'm reading are sort of next to that or on my
3: my table uh going back and forth here so i'm just <laughs>
0: well some some of them like i find like someone tells me about a book like oh you should read this book and so like i'll immediately search for it on amazon and oh, then yeah. like, i on put it on my wish list or like on my on my cart and you know, sometime down the road be like, oh that's like five dollars now. Click and buy that's it. And so yeah, I, I do that circulated a lot of books that way.
2: Yeah, well I do it the kind of the opposite way. I if it looks interesting, it looks like something I want to read, I just buy it right then. Because normally what happens is I can't find it again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? That and that I'll I'll be like, Oh, I saw it here and it's online, it's easily available. Cut to sometimes a year later when I'm like ready to read something like that and it is nowhere to be seen.
4: Yeah.
3: So it's kind of like a, if I have it, I'll be, I might not be in the mood to read that book right this instant. Yeah.
2: Cause I have to be certain books require me to be in like a mood. Cause sometimes I'm like, Oh, I really want to read like science fiction, which I'm going in that direction. I was thinking about that today, and in my pile, conveniently enough, is zero science fiction books. I was like, "Duh, oh, this is a problem. So I don't know.
0: <laughs> See, I, I have the same kind of problem with, like, different historical genres. Like, I'll have, like, a few sections of, like, European history, and then I'll, like, I'll be, like, I'll watch something or read something that mentions about, like, African history, and I'm like, "Oh, what African oh, yeah. books do you have there? And then, like, I'll just, like, get or find one or two and then i'll read like oh japanese history what's yeah? though well so, i have that
2: too see i in my pile is definitely mixed of fiction and nonfiction to read and so yeah, yeah sometimes i'm like i really want to read this non-fiction sometimes i really want to read this like thriller novel sometimes i really want to read some hard sci-fi you know and uh which again i don't have enough of so i've been looking i have a list right here
3: somewhere possible candidates for that but uh it just yeah it's kind of because i'm not always in the mood
2: to read that but i it, i think it's something that i will want to read later so yeah
0: because my there. my big thing is is that you know getting back into teaching like i want to have books for subjects that i'm going to talk about and you know talking about a subject You know, a kid needs something more to look through, research, and be like, "Oh, wait! I have this book on my shelf." And also, to have a classroom full of books would be super awesome. So it's kind of, eh, kind of, you know, double whammy. But true,
3: true, yeah. Uh, But that's why, yeah, I have a sub pile of books that are appropriate for
2: school subjects I teach. That's it's a small sub pile next to it. uh,
4: Yeah,
3: that is like. Because I definitely don't have a lot of uh, ancient history books, right? Because that's not really my jam when it comes yeah. to history. It's not really my
2: preferred zone. And so this year when I, they're like, oh, yeah, you're going to teach uh, sixth grade history, too. I was like, um, <laughs> oh, okay, well, well you know, help. some. Like, I have very, you know, I have general knowledge about all of that stuff but like i was like yeah i probably need to do a little brushing up there so i've got <laughs> well that, that was kind and of my... I, and i have those on my uh, i have a bookshelf at school that i have any that i have that are applicable i have migrated there not for the kids to read necessarily but for me to have to look go oh yeah let me check this out real quick or something
0: i see that that so, was kind of kind of my big problem is that i though know, pretty much had anything U.S. history from the Civil War up. But they're like, oh, hey, you're going to be teaching U.S. history pretty much from like paleo to like discovery all the way up to the Civil War. And I'm like, I have nothing on that. And so I kind of had to. Yeah. Slurge on Amazon for a few books for those. I'm like, I got to look this up because, yeah, the the school book they gave me was super not helpful. And
3: yeah, no. The one that I have is also antiquated. But uh for general knowledge about Egypt, it's fine. So we yeah. intersperse that, right? We
2: do some a reading and then we'll do some other things and then we'll go and read another chapter and go do other things, right. It's kind of bounce between give us some variety and stuff to do. Plus it's just a lot of it's just general knowledge building because when we start these things, you ask the kids, what do you know about Egypt? And they're like, "Mm, I kind of know where it is. Like, okay, (laughs) well, (laughs) all right. Well, we definitely got to start from. (laughs) 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 Not bad.
3: (laughs) Some of them have. uh, Do know a little bit about like Greek things. So
2: we'll see how that goes when we get there. But like,
3: They're very like, oh, yeah.
2: Or mostly it's like, oh, I've heard of Apollo. Nice.
0: Looks like you're watching the original (laughs) 1990s uh, TV series Hercules. Looks like like no. I think maybe not. Uh, (laughs) Because, like, another thing that I have, you know, I've always wanted just to have, like, kind of an office slash library. But, you know, one thing that teaching-wise... I love to have the kids be able to, you know, understand more, but also just give them another tool as a resource. And plus, I like to learn just things in general, so that way I can kind of teach it a lot better. And plus, I can be like, oh, wait, where did I learn this from? Book.
2: Yeah, that's true. No, I do, too. I just don't. Yeah. Again, all the majority of my nonfiction collection, if I look behind me over here, uh, is a 19th century history of some sort. So,
1: <laughs> I don't really. I, I mean, how would you guys say that your reading style or interests have, have changed
0: over time, if at all? Um. Well, I know for me, like in high school, when Mimi would take us to like, Barnes and Noble like I would usually go to like the sports section like almost all the time uh so a lot of the early books I have were nothing but sports related like nothing but Oklahoma Sooners history like things like that and then that kind of developed into like you know stories of like uh, I, I have a book somewhere around here that's about like the uh undefeated seasons of Oklahoma. So it, it kind of was more story narrative driven instead of actually like, here's a bunch of facts. And then I think when, as I got older, older, like, especially in high school, everything's just kind of, it's pretty much now like nothing but history. And then like, whatever else. Hmm. Cause like looking at one of my shelves right now, it's like, there's, I have the the fantasies genre of the Warhammer uh, series. And then it's like surrounded by history books. And so there's, you know, the fantasy, sci fi, somewhere in there, like, oh, there's The Witcher, there's Warhammer 40K. And then it's like history everywhere around that. So I think for me, developmentally wise, you know, just it kind of progressed from, you know, single minded reading to, oh, well, this is a very interesting story about, you know, some small town Kansas school. And then, you know, nothing but, you know, compilation of whatever. Uh, yeah, I'm sort of the
2: exact opposite of that. It's a uh, more of the Jeffersonian approach to reading. I would say it's just like literally a little bit of absolutely everything. <laughs>
1: this, <laughs> just, this fits it's, with my, this, Well, this fits with your uh, music taste too.
2: That's true. Uh, it's it's kind of all. I'm staring at my bookshelf right now, and it really, d- d- yeah, it doesn't really can't really categorize what's happening here in this thing. There's all kinds of stuff, a little bit of everything. Just kind of, again, it's sort of what I'm in the mood for at that time. It's very like, whatever I feel like uh, that time. And then like my book buying habits are also very random. I just sort of wander around. Like when I go to the physical bookstore, uh, when I go to like Barnes and Noble, the reason I like to go in is because I do just tend to wander about and pick up things aimlessly. And read the back and go, nah. Or, ooh, yeah, let's try that. And just (laughs) (laughs) go for it. Uh, Because I like different stuff. I don't like to read a lot of the same stuff. I do have authors that I read, especially like the fiction authors. Because they're, you know, get some series, right? Some of them are like the thrillers or like spy novel e type things. Uh, They're fun to read sometimes. They get a little bit, if you read too many of them at once, you're just kind of like, yeah, yeah, this is going to happen next. And then this. And the story beats are very. formulaic yeah. like at some point, but interspersed with other things, they're just fun. You just want to sit down, read it. Boom, done. Go on something else. It's like my two read pile is the same way. It's just this weird mix of all kinds of strange things. Uh, <laughs> just whatever I feel like reading. I felt the other day I read. I've had these for a while too. They're not new by any chance, stretch of the imagination, but I've been reading them just periodically. They're the uh, William Shakespeare's Star Wars. Oh, Ian yes. Dosher. You have those? you read those?
3: Yeah, those are so cool. What?
2: So, yeah, so uh, this guy, Ian Dosher. Uh, sorry, Ian, if I'm mispronouncing your last name. Apologies, bud. Um, <clears throat> he has gone
3: through and written all of the major trilogy star Wars movies into
2: Shakespearean plays. Mm. <laughs> so they're all uh, in these little books and they're just all in this, in plays in the style of Shakespeare. So they're wow. all in iambic, they're in iambic pentameter and these prose things. And they're really super hilarious and they're great.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> I don't know. I, I've had um, them for a while, and every once in a while, I just read one. And sometimes I reread those because they're just great. They're really, they're not. They're very. You can read them very fast. Right. What, what
0: are they? What are they called? Like, what are they called again?
2: Uh, uh. Well, they're called William Shakespeare's Star Wars. That's the first one. And so he 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 originally did the original trilogy trilogy, and then he went back and did the prequel trilogy, and now he is. As they come out, he's doing the
3: sequel trilogy, right? Yeah. So but they're like William Shakespeare's The Phantom of Menace, uh
2: William Shakespeare's The Clone Army Attacketh, right? These type of things. So
4: they're, they're uh, fantastic.
2: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. So I read one of those like last week just because I was sitting around. I was like, oh, what do I want to do? Oh, I know. I'll read The Empire Striketh Back. Excellent.
0: Oh, <laughs> because well, like I I like little books like that to where they're they're not necessarily planned. They're just kind of randomized, really. Um uh, 'cause because I the the reason I'm reading all of these, you know, especially Native American books, is because I, I work with the tribe directly sometimes. Yeah. So I kind of want to get a better feel for you know culture and history. And so I've I've been on that binge of with those, but then like I picked up like The Witcher the other day, which, you know, it's it's a very easy series to read, sort of. But I I, I like little books like that that are just like out of the blue, just random. It's a nice like change you know, of pace book, right?
2: Yeah. Especially so I like, am reading I'm reading this giant thing. Uh It's called *Sapiens: A Brief uh, A Brief History of Humankind*. Ooh, yeah, cool boy. Uh, It's dense,
3: right? How very
2: is that? (laughs) uh, Not very. (laughs) Uh, It's all about, and it's it starts out as like you know, hominin ancestry and stuff, but then it starts going into cultural constructs of humanity, and like how these things that we have developed affect our lives, and how they're all just.
3: These social constructs that we have created, and yet they define our lives, and some of them are very weird,
2: and we have a hard time reconciling them with each other. Uh, this cognitive dissonance that they create in our lives is sort of affects how we view the world, and and all this stuff, and it's it's very heavy. So you read a little bit, and you put it down, and you think <laughs> about, it, and you think about it, and you go. Yeah, why Yeah, it's I just read the chapter today about money, right? Mm-hmm. How it's simultaneously a fantastic thing and the, the worst thing, you know. So, how you can it's really the greatest equalizer of everybody because everybody agrees on money, right? But it's also the worst because people have agreed to buy things with money that probably ought not to be bought or sold for that matter. So (laughs) it's very, it's very dense and it really makes you think about a lot of stuff. This book is definitely not for everyone. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. It sounds Uh, like it. uh, So so to balance that out, I am reading uh, Mike Rose, the way I heard it, which is just like a bazillion little tiny short stories about Mike Rowe doing micro things (laughs) that are put together with like stories from other stuff. It's very good. I like it. (laughs) <laughs> yeah I've heard that was good you can yeah, just zip through good. a couple of them real fast and go do something else it's very very nice change of pace that's why I'm reading both of those at the same time to kind of bounce <laughs> each other out a little bit.
0: <laughs> so th- there's, there's a book that I I want it's called uh, what the, uh, Osage uh, <laughs> Indian Murders but it was written and cataloged by like a bunch of like FBI agents during like the 1920s. And so it is just like nothing but dull facts. That doesn't sound like the best read. And like, I I really want it just to add to my collection, but I was like reading through snippets of it. I'm like, uh, I, this book's interesting, but I, I would have, it would be, it's one of those books where I have to read it in correlation with another book. That's like completely off topic. Oh yeah. I'm like, it's not related because I just read like a chapter and I'm like,
3: Oh boy. Yeah. I,
2: yeah. I'm taking a break from a book right now. I don't know if you guys ever do this where you read it for a while. And you're just like, I have to, I have to not because it's hurting my brain a little bit. I'm reading. (laughs) It's called. Let it go. It's called I, the Supreme by Augusto Roabastos. Uh, It's a Latin American fictionalized writing of the is he paraguayan hold on yeah the paraguayan dictator uh, from ah. way back and it's it's told basically it's a stream of consciousness novel uh told from the perspective of the dictator and the only two characters in this book are him and his secretary and it's just sort of oh. the conversations between them but like also, the inner thoughts of his mind and all stuff—it's very hard to read. It's <laughs> very, I could—can't imagine why not. Why? It's very. It's really good and really super interesting, but oh my gosh, it is
3: tough. I'm not even that far in. I was like, I got it. I got it. I got to take a break for a minute. I got to go back somewhere else. <clears throat> so it's definitely like—it's a rough one. It's good but it's a rough one.
2: I've had some other ones like that too, that I've read recently. Well, within the last year or so, a half that I've just been like, Oh, okay. Hold on. I got in over my head
3: here a little bit. I need to take a break. <laughs>
4: put
3: this one down, go somewhere else, come back later. So that's right, what, yeah.
2: <laughs> Colin, I can't help, but you have not uh, weighed in on no. the topic yet. So I'm well, interested I, to hear your thoughts and opinions.
3: Hold on. Uh, hold on.
1: I'm Just kidding. Hi, sorry. I yeah. was mo- I was moving my microphone. I can hear that. <laughs> um. So <laughs> sorry. Uh, I was trying yeah, to do that stealthily. Awesome. That did not work. No. Um. Well, so yeah. I, my reading habits really changed whenever I got into graduate school and they haven't bounced back very well. Um, I just because in grad school, I spent so much time reading
3: articles and nothing
1: else that I didn't really like, I, I stopped being able to read long periods for pleasure because it was just a, a a reminder of work and b a reminder of that I should probably be reading something for work <laughs> uh, <laughs> and so i have i've almost exclusively my most of my reading habits these days um I read some theology books and some like family and parenting books those kind of things um and then i I follow and do most of my reading uh of authors that do kind of like long form blogging. So I read, a I read a lot of those. So I read a lot of blogs on RSS readers and things like that um, is where most of my reading is these days. Um, I can recommend William Shakespeare, star Wars. It's very short. It's good. Yeah. And so I like, I like those kind of things. <laughs> and, and now, and with my current job, I do a lot of, again, I'm back into re- doing a lot of, Reading of primary literature and textbooks and technical reports. That whenever I do have time to read, it's just like uh, I, I literally just I sat all day and read. I don't really feel like reading anymore, which which sounds bad, but that's that's kind of where my brain is these days. And and you mentioned of like taking a break from books. There were a couple series of books that I was reading and I was like six books in to nine or whatever out of them. And I just, I couldn't, I, I I had to close it and be like, I need to take a break from this. And now I can't get back into it because it's, it's been so long. And, and so now I've got the series of books that are just like sitting there kind of staring at me going, I could probably finish that series in a week, a week and a half if I wanted to, but, uh, (laughs) so, My my reading habits have been broken, uh, and and I haven't gotten back into them very well, unfortunately.
3: Hmm. Yeah, no, it makes sense because it's hard to like when you have to read so much, like just during the day.
2: You want to do something else, right? When you uh, when it's like, oh, it's time to unwind. Let me do the yeah, like let me do this thing that reminds me of my job. (laughs) Not really.
1: And I know that there are books like obviously there are topics that I 100% love and are fascinating to me. I will just try and find them in like, oh, I, I do a lot of like I do a lot of audio books uh, for for those kind of things to enjoy, mm. uh, which is not quite the same, obviously. Uh, but I that's so that I do I do consume books that way, too. No,
2: my my uh friend's husband, right, he's the same way. He is a like literature teacher and so oh, <laughs> he he doesn't want to he does audiobooks. Yeah on the way to the gym, on the way to work, on the way because yeah, he's not he loves reading, he loves books, he loves stuff. He doesn't always want to read them because mm-hmm. he spends all day talking about them and reading in class and and really diving into the stuff. So a lot of times he does that audiobook thing too, for a similar reason where he's just like, yeah, I need to just, you know, I can do this while I'm driving. I can do this while I'm going here. It's
3: fine. Like, that's why. So, yeah, (laughs) I can't do them just because I have a hard time. Like, I feel like I should be, when I do audio things like that, it's hard
2: for me to like just sit and do it like I always feel like I need to be doing something else too hmm. like like mm-hmm. I said when he does it in the car it makes sense like I don't know I almost need something visual to hold my attention sometimes so oh,
1: yeah I mean there are, there are especially
2: if it's like something really in depth like I don't want to just listen to it because I have a feeling that I'm not going to be really paying attention
1: yeah and at that point I kind of I do it I do treat some of the more in-depth ones kind of almost as, as lectures. So I know with some books or even some, some podcast, I go, this is a topic that I'm very interested in. So I will sit and I will listen with a pen and paper and I'll, I'll just take notes while I'm Mm -hmm. doing that as opposed to, as opposed to other stuff where it is just uh, something to enjoy. Make, you know, it's funny or I don't need to be paying that much attention to it. So there is a little bit of that visual, but that's how I treat it. And as far as um, being able to focus because yeah, there are some where as soon as my brain's like, what did I have for lunch yesterday and why am I thinking about lunch? What was I doing? (laughs) Oh, I'm I'm listening to something. And then I've completely lost where I was Um, like those. I know. Okay. I've got, this is something that I'm very interested in. That's kind of in depth. So I need to need to focus. Um, But
3: yeah, that's what, at least the Sapiens book, it's it's broken down into
2: the sections are not like extra mega long. That's one of the beautiful things about uh, some nonfiction authors is they know when to break things. Right? Right. Some of them do not. <laughs> I have some
3: books, they just go on
2: forever.
3: And you, there's like no real natural pause point. And so
2: when you're reading it. It becomes very hard because you can feel yourself going,
3: Uh-oh. Nope. oh, nope. Oh, no. My <laughs>
2: brain's going, And there's not really a stopping place. So you kind of have to like manufacture one. And then when you go back to it, you're like, OK, I got to back up a little bit and go through. So this one is broken down to nice little sections that are very manageable, <clears throat> like <clears throat> bites that you can read through and then pause, you know, process, come back, read some more. That's nice. So I could today. That's what I did. I would read for a while blah 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 and then go yeah i gotta take a break from this i'd watch a video or play some video games and then go back to it later because it's it's at least nice in that passion i do find myself maybe that's just because my attention span is actually getting worse uh maybe (laughs) Uh, Maybe. like uh, (laughs) uh, it's because i i definitely have some but especially not where we're like oh my gosh what are you just gonna go forever Like there needs to be something in here. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> it can be really, like, it can be really bad. No, even if it's a topic I'm like really interested in, I'm like, okay, hold on, we gotta, we, we gotta, I gotta stop though, because I can't, I can't, <laughs> I can't, I can't <laughs> read yeah. this for
3: hours. Come on, I gotta <laughs> do something else. <laughs> okay. Yeah,
0: I, I, I definitely can't do like Audible stuff like that. I, I kind of have to have a. Like, solid copy in my hand. Cause if it's something on my phone, I'll probably just get distracted with it and want to play on my phone. Just be like, oh, well, I'm listening to this. And like, oh, wait, but then, oh, but this is on. It's so like, oh, what does YouTube have to offer? And yeah, I, I feel like I have to have that
3: physical copy. Sure. Yeah. It's like it. I guess it may be, but I do enjoy it.
2: I do also find myself thinking things like, why did they choose this paper? That's a weird choice, but that's
1: something
2: else. (laughs) Oh my gosh. (laughs) Okay, so this is a valid point if you think that sometimes I read uh, at school,
3: like at work, right? So I read at work because
2: uh, sometimes during the day we have the the response intervention reading time and it is just like we do like in depth uh, reading instruction stuff during that time <clears throat> most days and uh, some days usually usually friday it's like hey we're just going to read today to make sure you're caught up on your reading goals and all that stuff so i'll just read also because you know why not I'm there yeah, uh, sure. but reading under the fluorescent lights i find mm-hmm. the very glossy papers in the book are the worst like I can't. It's yeah. awful, and so <laughs> other yeah. times they're like the more muted, uh, cream-colored one. He's like, "Oh yes, this one I like this very <laughs> much." Uh, some of them are like, "Ah, oh, my eyes are straining. I can't see." Uh... So it's, it's an environmental problem more than anything else. But well, it's like, <laughs> yeah,
3: I think that's a that's that's an interesting point as
1: far as the, um. How adaptable certain books at least are to various environments that would be less hospitable to other forms of media consumption Uh, that kind of lend itself to um you know you can you can read the same book in the car by the beach in a room you know in all these different locations while if you're doing that with Uh, It's hard to do that on audio format as well as kind of in a digital way too. of the screens don't always look the best in certain scenarios and uh, you don't want them near water most of the time. So.
3: Yeah, it's a problem. Choose your media wisely.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Dun, dun, (laughs) dun. (laughs)
1: on that note what are you doing in a hotel room uh yeah so uh you guys are talking about snow and uh we got over the osage beach got five and a half inches and you uh, took
2: all our snow
1: i did Ah, Did. and sedalia sedalia got four and so I am at the Min- Missouri Natural Resource Conference at Tantera, c- c- formerly known as Tantera. It's currently known; it's currently called Margaritaville.
2: Yeah, uh, everyone still calls it Tantera. Yeah, the the conference center in
1: Missouri. Nobody, yes, yeah. nobody knows have anything else. So it's still Tantera, and, and if you look on the map, it's still called Tantera. Uh,
3: yeah, see,
1: and so. It was started yesterday, today, and then it goes into tomorrow. So it's a it's a uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday conference, which is kind of weird. That is very odd. Smack I mean, very dab odd. in the middle of the work week. Um, yeah. yeah. But yeah, so this where I am. I am. I'm a little concerned about getting out because. It's not like huge major roads getting in uh and, and from this area. Uh so we'll see how the roads are tomorrow afternoon whenever I leave for home. Yeah. They have had a lot of time to do stuff with
2: them, so hopefully yeah, it'll be all right. Hope, hopefully.
4: Yeah. Sure, sure. sure. What's the worst thing? Oh.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah <laughs> that. Uh, oh, that yeah.
2: Yeah, lake Lake roads plus snow. What's the what could happen? It's
1: fine. <laughs> oh, oh, all of that, yeah. So anyway, yeah. so that's where I am. Uh, and the last time I was here was eleven years ago, before att- attending the the same conference as an undergrad. While I was at Missouri State, and uh, I I came for the um. Job fair and resume critique and in mock interviews that they do at the start of the of the conference. Ah. Yeah, so there it's kind of nice. Go. You can come in and... full circle. Yes. <laughs> so I was I was walking around and I'm just totally totally lost. Um, <laughs> everywhere I turn, uh, this place is not not user friendly. Uh, they're, they're Yeah, you would think you would think that they uh, would provide a little bit better signage. But because as with everything by the lake, it is built into Ann Hill. You enter on the sixth floor, which is the main lobby, and there are like nine levels. But like the level three parking garage does not connect to level three rooms. So you have to go from level three parking garage up to level six over to a different elevator set and back down to level three before you can get to your room. <laughs> and it, it, it hurts trying to think about. Wow.
2: This. <laughs> how, how beautifully convenient for yeah. everyone involved to uh-huh.
1: find their way. <laughs> That's what makes it so nice. Uh No, it's not. It's terrible. It is bad. It's bad. And and all the since it's into a hill, the all the hallways are basically hovels, uh, and and there's hardly any windows. It's a very weird, very weird (laughs) thing. But anyway, that is
3: that's where I am. Sounds riveting. It
1: is. And last night's dinner. Was a uh, p- p- spit roast whole hog, which was interesting. I thought. I thought given was the Feral <laughs> hog. See, the, I thought. <laughs> hey, I, I thought. Was it? I thought. I no, it was not. Because you <laughs> No, because the department actually. Tells you not to eat feral hogs because of the diseases, the communicable diseases that, that they have. um So I just thought it was a little on the nose given everything that the department is going it through really to have a oh, spit roast hog as the main dish. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> 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 I, was, I was like, I was like, oh, bad, oh, no, bad form, bad form, guys. So awkward, yeah.
3: <laughs> wow, a little weird. I gotta say. Huh? it's okay well anyway, <laughs> that was that was fun <laughs> that uh, was weird I don't know it, it, was, it was it was weird
1: <laughs> but I think that uh, that made I think I think I picked up a bug or something from the food last night because I have not been well today so I tried to attend this
2: conference night. Illness,
1: you know, hey, around yeah. so many people. Oh, oh my God. just no, no, I was like, yeah, I left my room just a a mere handful of times <laughs> to go to go see things and listen to certain talks, and then it was right back to my room to recover because I just, I just, yeah. So, wow, yeah, that can happen. Just you know, when
3: you go to big things like that with just tons of people, just.
2: It just goes around real fast just because everybody's there coughing on each other. So wonderful. It's Mm -hmm. It's just like school, really. Oh, yeah. I had tons of of kids out of school this last week. Uh, Just because the weather's been so ridiculous. People getting sick and just goes blam fast.
3: I had five kids gone Tuesday just from my homeroom class. So there was another... I don't know, two to three for each other class. So we had a whole over 10 kids gone probably mm. from just the sixth grade. So Ugh. it's not that big a grade either. So it's okay. yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: So that's a significant chunk out of that the way. Is, that's a lot that, yeah. just to be
3: gone. Yeah. Damn. So. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a little rough. The last couple of weeks, just people sick all the time,
2: in and out. And then someone else is gone. Like, stop sharing. Stop it. <laughs> Please. I showed you the Seriously. video. I showed you. I I show them every year the, uh what is it? The World Health Organization the ha- official hand hand-washing, uh recommendation video. Uh, we watched yeah. that. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and watch it again, they- I think. Yeah,
1: I think that should be a, a weekly occurrence. <laughs> Maybe.
3: Yeah, because for a
2: while, they're like, oh, yeah. And then they probably like, oh, yeah, just put some water on. And I'm ready for lunch. It's like, no,
1: no, no, no. Wash this. Get it. I use Go. Some spit. I use my friend's oh. spit. Does that work? Yeah, well, lovely. <laughs> <It's>
2: beautiful. <laughs> well, hopefully you will make it home. All right. And not succumb to too much illness.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm hoping for. That's what I'm hoping for. Making home safe. I'm. I'm already trying to, to plan my route to make it the easiest way of of most likely to be cleared. Well, that's the that's the
2: worst part about going there, like Lake of the Ozarks, uh, from anywhere in Missouri. Really, is there's no road that goes there. Like, there's no highway. Right. Yeah, it's just like not. there's. <laughs> I know, I know other. I know this this affliction probably affects other people in other parts of the country. But like in central Missouri,
3: there are no, there's like basically no major north south highways in the middle part of the state. Right? Yeah, you can go from if you want to go from Springfield to St. Louis. It's basically a triangle highways right kansas city to springfield to st louis back over to kansas city major interstate systems anywhere else nope sorry (laughs) doomed forever so like
2: even like geographically geographically lake of the ozarks is not very far away it takes forever (laughs) to get there (laughs) because you can't there's no road like you have to go way no. over here and then like up north and then way back west. You're like, but I I don't want to go way back west. And when I had to go really far east, you gotta go over to like Lebanon. Like and then up like it's ridiculous.
1: It is. Yeah, it doesn't Yeah. 'Cause you yeah, looking on a map, you're like, oh it's not that bad not that bad and then you see the roads you have to take to get there and it's like why why am I even doing this? What's going on what no? Yeah, it's it, Yeah.
2: <laughs> if you wanna get to in the like okay. Now, I understand this may sound weird, because you're like, oh, Lake of the Ozarks, that's a random town, right? You know, it is It is a major vacation spot, I guess. Uh, not too many, it, all the conferences are at Tantara, or formerly known as Tantera. The resort formerly known as Tantara. Tantara. Uh-huh. As yep, where, we, got, we got there. We like, got there. All the major conferences in Missouri are there, basically. Uh, there's a teaching one in a couple of weeks my friend's going to so like same place uh, but like you can't get to huh? Jeff City you can't get to the state capitol because the road doesn't go there you have to go because okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was built at a time where they're like yes river that's what that's the only thing that we need to get to the capitol the river Then didn't think there wasn't anything such thing as a road I guess in 1821
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. like, eh, forget no, it, it. Road. the road was a river
2: I know <laughs> that's what so now you're like, oh, I need to go to Jeff City. Nope. Let
3: me, Sorry. Follow, <laughs> let me follow the take ridge and valley.
2: Yeah, take this farm road and then get over here on this weird state highway that goes in all kinds of squiggly directions. Not the way you want to go. It's very,
1: <laughs> it's ridiculous. Oh, the, so ridiculous. state highways.
3: <laughs> no. You're awful.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, it's because you go, I need to go north. Okay, take this highway. It'll immediately take you south for about five minutes. Yeah, and then... <laughs> but don't worry, it'll actually curve back around and yeah, that it over Wait, itself. What's happening? <laughs> I do want to go.
3: So uh, not being able to make it to your own state capital, which again, not that far away, really, when you look at a
2: map, it should be relatively close. But it still takes, from down here, Things like three hours, the same amount of time it takes to get to St. Louis. It does, <laughs> yeah. Maybe a four all the way over here, but still, like,
3: it's crazy.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's comparable. So,
3: hmm.
1: silly, silly traveling in Missouri. I know. I put all those hills there. Darn geographic uplifting.
2: Why? But <laughs> I don't think that's a thing. <clears throat> In inconveniencing me from several hundred thousand years in the past,
1: how dare you? <laughs> they knew it. <laughs> they knew. Ah, <laughs> we found a purpose for everything, and <laughs> an uplift was designed to make your life miserable. Yes. Can't get anywhere.
3: Can't go from anywhere to anywhere else. So many hills. <laughs> people from down here, people are like, oh yeah, I just go this way
2: to Branson. It's the longest, most <laughs> crazy back road you've ever seen in your life. It's insane. <laughs> it is actually faster to go all the way to Springfield and then south on 65. <laughs> Gosh. By a considerable amount of time than it's to take <laughs> then good to go down south to Cassville and take this crazy 76 highway over through like Crane and Galena.
3: All these other <laughs> weird places, it—it's not No,
1: it's yeah. That's, we're, we're I went doing that, that
3: way with Susan
2: the first time we went down there. Susan's mom was like, "Oh yeah, just go this way. It's easy." I was like, "This is what are you talking about? This is
1: <laughs> let me redefine. Apparently, you have redefined easy, and uh just it's a way." Yeah, know. it's. it's this is certainly a way to do this. And she gets like <laughs>
2: mega carsick. I'm like, you took me this way? This was your plan? Why did you do that? <laughs>
3: <laughs> you haven't discovered a better way to go than this? <laughs> <laughs> Apparently not. It's, it's so weird. <laughs> it takes years to get over there. It's crazy. I don't, <laughs> Aaron, does it take years to get places in Oklahoma?
0: Yeah, Going to, uh, <laughs> okay. there's only there's only one road from Bartlesville to to Pahuska. That's about a 30 minute.
3: Uh, feet.
0: From because it's all windy and goes through the, the Osage uh, hills. Uh, uh. And I mean, it's very pretty sometimes, but, but it's the, just <laughs> the first time. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, wow, this is so great. And then you're just like. This is great.
3: Why <laughs> am I doing this?
0: A... And then, yeah, there's only one road to Ponca City, and it's, you know, after you get out of Pawhuska, it's pretty much just like a slow meandering road. And it's like, is there any way other faster? Nope. Okay, that's cool. This is exactly what I wanted. And so, <laughs> yeah, yeah. There, there's usually like, an road to places, to and from places, and mm. that's that's about it. It's not like. Oh, I got you know multiple options. No, there, there's none of that. It's you have one road, and you may be lucky on the way back. Maybe eh, eh, it kind of depends with hmm. the road has well, closed.
3: A, but that's yeah. a different problem then because.
2: Yeah. So in Oklahoma, there's just one road to get there. In Missouri, there are several. They're just all bad. <laughs>
1: it's just like, no. None <laughs> of them are. You good. have several no, not choices. Even one.
2: You have that several choices, road, they're just not, most of them are not great. They're just like. <laughs> the
0: that, that, that one row that you do get, it's it's not the best. You're oh, just we like, that. well, this is, my, this is my only option to here, so. Inkels wish me and luck.
2: And yeah. Who knows how big the potholes are. It's just like it's truck small size. Lakes. Yeah, lakes. Just like <laughs> <laughs> the,
0: the lakes are, the, the potholes are bigger than most lakes we have here in Oklahoma. Sure. The, the potholes in on the Oklahoma roads kind of look like if you look at a map of Minnesota, see, kind oh, of. Boy. Yeah. Like that's, that's pretty much how it looks. Cause you're getting, you confused. It's like, Oh man, that doesn't look that big. And then you like, like the moment you're about to go through it, just that utter fear that plagues through you. And you're like, Oh, this is a bad idea. And then it that's just true. like destroys your car. And then you just cry. Grow forever <laughs> for several hours. That that's that's a usual, you know, pothole experience uh, when you're in Oklahoma. Nice. Yeah.
2: For any for any of those people listening who are not aware, uh, Minnesota is definitely the its nickname is the land of ten thousand lakes. So there we go. That's what the Oklahoma roads are like: ten thousand yeah. potholes
3: per mile. Just per <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs>
0: Well, that—that's what happened to my poor little car, like going out of Oklahoma City. Oh yeah,
2: yeah, you told me. Yeah, my,
0: my, my poor little windshield just decided to come came off up. its little crack thingies because just it's like, up. oh, there's too much, can't do it. I'm like, well, I'm sorry, it's not my fault. Forgive me, little window. Forgive me.
3: Now, I suppose in the defense of the Oklahoma roads, no defense. In well, one, de- one defense. Um we also used to have an Osmobile
2: Alero. And one time we were just driving down the road
3: here on 60 highway and the window just fell out. So, mm-hmm. uh, it might be more of an O'smobile thing. There's a, the bolt that holds the little slide thing,
2: the little tray on the window. It's yeah. pla- It's plastic ah that explains and so the bolt and the nut that hold the window to the the window tray that moves up and down with the window thing it's a little there's a little plastic bolt in there maybe two of them I'm not sure I don't remember but there's little plastic bolts and sometimes eventually they'll just like ours it just the very end of it just sheared off because it's plastic and so like (laughs) (laughs) we were just driving down the road and of course it was December because why wouldn't it be and it just was like
3: Oh, no. We're
2: like, what? I'm trying. McDonald's out here. He's just like, good luck. Uh, oh no.
1: <laughs> I'm trying to see if there was any, like, tips or fights between Oklahoma and GM, maybe, for the building of an Oldsmobile plant. And maybe they <laughs> just have engineered their roads to sabotage them. I'm not right. finding that's anything right. coming up immediately. <laughs> But that doesn't mean it's not real. I'm not aware of
2: any cars in a manufacturer in Oklahoma. Please correct me if I'm wrong. Now you,
1: well, see, it could have been, but. Oh, maybe they
2: slighted them. Maybe they, they moved the production it, somewhere else.
1: It, this oh, is what I'm saying. And God. so they, they turn about fair play, GM. Your Oldsmobiles are ours. <laughs> we will devour them we put them them window by window. Little plastic bolts, <laughs> not going to hold us We're coming for your plastic bolts. We're coming for them. See, <laughs>
3: <laughs> that could be it. it could be it. Show them what's up. I but I do remember. I, mean. I do remember they they took that
2: thing off and they showed me. They're like, yeah, this is the thing that holds it on there, and I was like, what? Why? And he's like, yeah, no, it's terrible. I don't know why it does that. (laughs) It's probably it's probably a lot more common than I realized. It's probably many cars out there are probably afflicted with this problem
3: now. So be wary of your window bolts
1: because they're plastic, probably. But (laughs) yeah, and and they probably weren't even able to replace it with a non-plastic bolt either. They probably had to just replace it for part for part. Probably because usually that's what they have to do.
3: Yeah, just however it's made, they had to put another one in there. But yeah, it was (laughs) we were literally just driving on 60 Highway and the window fell down. Like, uh, what? Hold (laughs) on, (laughs) what's going on here? Why? Why? (laughs) At least it wasn't raining. I guess that's a good thing. I, see, look, oh, it po- was positive side. It, it was very cold. Oh, <laughs> oh. Cold.
1: that's that's not good.
3: So, <laughs> no. get that one fixed in a hurry. It, it, it was cold. Yikes!
4: <laughs>
3: <clears throat> that's right. What it is? Bad plastic parts
2: finally shearing off under the stress of the Oklahoma pothole-ridden
3: surface. Dun, 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 dun. dun.
0: <laughs> you know, sometimes you're driving and this. it's like, oh, wow, this is a very terrible road. And then like you come around a corner and it's like, oh, wow, this is a very nice road. Oh. And then like, the <laughs> oh. next corner, is like, immediately like, oh, I spoke too soon, why? Why have <laughs> you cursed me? kind of road like that's that's what happens a lot of times <laughs> unfortunately because you're like oh man this is like a, a bad road and then like a, for like a split section second your your brain is like wow I've spoken too soon Oklahoma has really turned a corner and then that thought just like and you're just like oh <laughs> because
2: it's probably because that was the former worst section and so they just uh-huh. fixed
3: it only yeah
2: and then they went back all right town, down here they started they did our road a couple of years ago the one right here in front of my apartment
3: and it's like i don't know what the city was thinking but they used the worst like road surfacing
2: whatever i've ever seen it's terrible it's like the cheapest it's not even chip and seal really i don't even know what you call this it's just like tar and they just put stuff on top of it.
3: <laughs> right?
2: Like these little black asphalt pellets, but it's not asphalted as such. Mhm. Right? It's very odd.
3: <clears throat> I don't really know what this construction method is, but it's the cheap one. Basically. So like it's just and they like put down a layer of tar and then they threw down like a little bit
2: of the asphalty like pellety things, but they're not like mixed with the tar it was like a separate situation so what? it's it's like a loose surface it's weird so oh, it's like, like the, the chip old like the chip and seal kind of but it's blacker Ooh. so it's not like that weird gray nasty chip it's, it's sort of like chip and seal i guess it's basically a chip and seal, but it looks like they're using something different to do the chip and seal process right because it's kind of like that same process where you just throw stuff down and you run over it a little bit and then it's done uh-huh. like, yeah, it's fine yeah. it's whatever but it's all this stuff like comes up everywhere and there's huge patches in the road where it's just like all washed off there's like bald spots on the road where none of the chip is there anymore oh, gross. like the weird. seal is there I guess yeah. if we're going to call it that and there's like enormous <laughs> cracks because of all this
3: stuff It's it's really weird and it's really strange. <laughs> that was very strange. It is, yeah. It looks like it cost him about five dollars. Uh <laughs> to do this. Ooh fancy. It just doesn't hold up very well. It's really odd. No. So yeah.
2: I know it's just like a really random side street that dead ends back here. But like
3: but come still. on man. <laughs> Come on, we yeah. got it. Why would you <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> they're saving all that money. Apparently, we are going to get a roundabout. Oh yes, a roundabout. Oh yes, a okay. roundabout is coming. At least one, maybe two. I don't remember where exactly.
2: Uh but I was reading in the paper. They're talking about switching up some of the traffic stuff. It's like I think they're going to do it like one like on a random side street or just <clears throat> maybe
3: on Business 37. Maybe hmm. by downtown, so we'll see. Save all their oh, money for that. Maybe trading. It'll be interesting. Awesome. I don't know how yeah. it's gonna work out. I mean, it'll well, probably be fine.
2: It'll be weird. Like you're gonna do Or, or, or it won't be fine. <laughs> well, I mean, it'll be fine for me, I guess. I
3: don't know. Because very... you can you can drive around a one. you, can, you yeah. know how to work one. Ta da! Well two thoughts on that uh i remember the first one they put in springfield over behind otc yeah that
2: one Uh, i remember that one that was the very first one springfield ever put in now they've gone crazy with all their roundabouts and double diverging diamonds and all that stuff but the first one ever they put behind otc on that side street is like a test to see how people handled it because that's a relatively high traffic area for to get into that that side street back to the school But like Uh not tons of normal like everyday traffic wouldn't see it. So it was like a weird spot. I remember Corey and I went out and sought it out specifically (laughs) on our way home from somewhere. And we just drove around it for a little bit like just Uh we because we were idiots and we were in high school. Uh (laughs) (laughs) But serious note, I was reading that. I don't remember where it was just was a while ago. I heard an article about uh, a town was trying to look for ways to make their roads
3: safer. And so what they did was they took a lot of the signage down. Right? Ah. Like the the, uh, the arrows pointing which way the traffic went and all that stuff. Mm-hmm.
2: They took a lot of it down. And so what happened was everybody through those certain areas, everybody started driving slower because they were more like cautious. Yeah. And, attentive and unaware of what to expect. So they would slow down <clears throat> and traffic accidents like dropped dramatically.
3: Whoa. Yeah. It was really odd.
2: So maybe, maybe by adding new and bizarre traffic, uh, furnitures here, uh, people will slow the heck down sometimes because they're unsure. I had to cope with them. All of the signs in Russian. It's true. There you go. But, well, two things, one of two things is gonna happen. Uh people will slow down and be cautious, or someone is just gonna drive straight through the middle of it with their truck and be like, screw it, and just run right through the middle of it. Those are <laughs> the two options that we really have.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, that'll be fun. I don't
2: I that'll mean be fun. yeah, someone will probably just do that one for fun one day because I'll think it's hilarious. I just drive right through the middle of it so oh see oh. if that works
1: Okay <laughs> uh yeah Sedalia C- has one uh, it has two technically one's on the fairgrounds and one's on the southwest side of town um and yeah there's there there are tracks through the middle of it quite frequently um which is fun But I I mentioned I said Russian um speaking of Russian meddling, in town there is a uh a shop called European Market. And when they say European, they mean Germany German, uh Swedish, and Russian products. Uh, all with all with original labels all that I can't read. <laughs> <laughs> oh. It's not like the oh this product is manufactured by a company in Germany and then shipped to the United States. It's a this is a German product that they would sell on their grocery stores. Uh in on That's, the shelves.
3: But well,
2: first of all, I'm That's confused kind of, by those three being the representatives of European. European.
3: <laughs> right? Like yes. Russia? That's yeah.
2: a that's a complicated yes. one. We talk about European history. Yes. I'll, I'll give you that. We can save yeah. that topic for another I, day. But
1: you know, uh, <laughs> land land, <laughs> land wars. Lot, land wars notwithstanding. Yes. Yeah. It, land wars uh, notwithstanding. And uh, I, think it, I think there maybe like one or two others in there. But like those are the three of the guys specifically mentioned. And there is everything in there. Like we're talking everything from hygiene, personal hygiene products, to baking goods to canned goods to frozen stuff to meat and fish that they bring over the really cool thing get this they they bring fresh they bring bread over from a couple bakeries overseas wait wait. and in order to do that this is what they do they the bakeries over there partially break bake the bread the breads and then flash freeze them whoa
3: Whoa. so okay
1: When they take them out of the oven, they're still doughy in the middle, still raw. Finish baking them here, yes, and then they finish baking them here, so that you still get the what what the fresh bread or you know as close as it can after being flash frozen for a while and brought back over and whatever. But it's it's like having fresh bread from those bakeries. Is okay. So
3: my follow question is there large populations of those country people there like no are there is there
2: a large german population being serviced (laughs) by this market in sedalia no
1: okay so that's a really (laughs) i i don't really maybe there is and i just don't look for it whenever i'm out and about maybe maybe there are people uh, from from more, more people from those countries than than I recognize right off the bat, but I don't hear those German being spoken. To, or I don't hear those dialects. I don't hear those things. See around, but again, I could be completely off base. It's and um, no, or
2: Swedish maybe. No, no, it's just a cool thing. I mean, it's kind of awesome. Like I'm it not is. disparaging this plan. This is a very interesting thing. Cause, so like here in Monet, right. We have two uh, stores that are similar that have products from like Mexico and other places like that, Uh right? Because we have a very large Hispanic population. Mm
4: -hmm.
2: And we have a, we just, they just opened one here. It's some sort of, I don't know what the name of it is, uh, down here on this other street that I saw yesterday. Uh,
3: It's like an Asian market Mm. because we have a very large population of people from Southeast Asia. Right. So this makes sense to me. But like a Swedish store.
2: <laughs> Again. Yes. It's kind of awesome because I go into the the uh, like the Latin American stores here, or whatever. Like little Mexican market. Like the supermercado is what it's called. And there's some really awesome stuff in there.
3: <laughs> right? hmm And they oh, have like I'm- little
2: Bakery in there, and they there's a one of them has a thing where they just make fresh tortillas all time, and bag Mm -hmm.
3: them up and sell them. And there's Ah. also a restaurant in there. Yo, that yes, (laughs) that's what's up. Uh,
1: Yeah, I am I am all for this, and I'm very (laughs) excited. I I driven by quite a lot because it's kind of right off the main highway, and I always thought like what what does it mean by European market? Like what what do they have in there? Why is it thing? And I walked in there and I was just like like it was one of the things of. It was very um, just otherworldly because it was like, I'm looking at the store shelves and there are boxes of what I think are cookies, but I don't, none of those words or symbols mean anything to me. And <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know like what I would be buying or anything yeah. like that. Yeah. So It was really cool. And I talked to the, I talked to the, the owner cause I was like, quick question. How long have you guys been here? And, this is really cool. Well, why did you start? And he just said, like, they just started it because they liked the products. And so yeah. th- apparently, there's a small network of markets like that that group together to buy in bulk oh, from overseas.
2: Ship. Oh, that makes that's
1: very that makes a lot more sense. And so, so yeah, it's not just like that one store ordering. It's that store plus a bunch of other stores across the the Midwest kind of yeah. thing. And, um, and the way they order is 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 they have really long lead times because the, you know they don't have oh, access to yeah. the things, you know, like a, the yeah. the shipping like Walmart or you know whatever or Amazon kind of thing. So it's like, and yet you Walmart, get,
2: always out of stock. Still
1: interesting. Always <laughs> turns out I don't know understand that, but yeah, he's like, yeah, we get one or two shipping containers, and then they just disperse out of that for whatever order you got and then whenever you're done like you have to wait till the next shipping container it was it was very interesting and i was just fascinated and wanted to know more but i had to go pick up the kids so i'm definitely going to go really back weird. yeah that's pretty
2: cool <laughs> but yeah because yeah, like, going into places like that you can find some crazy cool stuff like on accident yeah
1: so. well i was very excited because they had some really cool like smoked meats and smoked fish that right. you just can't find like the anywhere yeah. like, no, like no who does that um no except one. for no one <laughs> so i i'm very tempted to go back and buy like a whole f- smoked fish yeah i got a <laughs> one of the
2: things that my some of my kids went together and bought me for christmas i have a giant i got a giant bag of like mexican candies oh, lord mm. really, oh my gosh just
3: got... <laughs> so <laughs> many and i
2: have the I have some Hmong students too. And every once in a while they just come in and be like, Hey, you want to try this candy? Like, what is it? And they're like, just try it. I'm like, uh, uh, okay. <laughs> Cause there's a couple little Asian markets around here like that. And they just like have some extra stuff. I'm like, here, try this. I'm like, all right, that's cool. <laughs>
0: there's a little place in Ponca city. That's an authentic Mexican restaurant. And like, they actually have like the Mexican candy, but they also have like other traditional sweets that, like, the guy's mom just cooks. Oh. And they're man. like, no, yeah, like, there's a random population of, you know, markets like that here in Ponca City, of all places. And that place is really fun to go to. And I try, I can't remember, like, where it's at, because I've been twice. I can't remember how to get to it. But it's ah, over yes. by, I know it's, I know it's over by one of the refineries there in Ponca. Oh, yeah, It's that. just,
2: the dosa de leche, that stuff is good. Oh, man.
0: there's like there's like the little breads and little sweet bread things like that oh yeah and and i was just sitting there dumbfounded one day and i was like what is this and the guy's like try it i was like okay that was really good what is that he's like oh try this and yeah i think i tried like six or seven just different kinds of like things that they cooked of like just like traditional sweets and i was like what is this what is this what is this? And he's like, Oh, I keep trying it. And I'm like, ah, that sound good. <laughs> yeah, that was a fun day.
2: Yeah, too, cause you go in there and, and one of the supermercados here, yeah, they have stuff in the in the little there's a little restaurant in there, like I said, and there's a lady in there that makes stuff. Uh, they make all the kind of stuff that you can't get at any other like restaurant, you yeah. know? Mm. So a lot of the stuff is not stuff that you're gonna get. Just when you go to some other random restaurant. So there's all kinds of really interesting things in there. And they have crazy fruit in there. Like, what is this? Where does it come from? Oh, I Why, love are these ban- that. Why are these yeah. bananas so good? What is- <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what did you
1: do? Oh, my gosh. Yeah.
0: yeah. I got to, to try, like, like Mexican Coke. Like, Mexican soda. Oh, yeah. Like, in, in the actual, like, glass yeah. bottle. Uh huh. It's like, yeah, we got the shipment like last week, and I was like, oh, that's the best. Yeah, it was so it's, good.
2: Well, because it—that's uh, all the actual real sugar,
3: right? They they use the real sugar. Ah. <laughs> it was so good.
2: Also, those Harritos, those sodas. Have you had those ever? The other ones—is
0: no. that those different like flavored ones?
2: Yeah, yeah. the orange one. Yo. Yeah,
0: yes, oh.
3: yes. Mm. Orange Harritos is the best. I love that one. <laughs> the other ones are good too. The orange one is my favorite. But, oh man, yeah. As they have those, they sell those in the, the Walmart here, too.
2: Oh yeah, they have a big <laughs> aisle ah. or two that has some of that stuff in it. You can grab that, just the Walmart. You can just go down the aisle and boom. Glass bottle, soda time. Oh yeah, that's what <laughs> Soda time. <laughs> as well as some other really random things, like what? Why?
3: this. I don't know. Whatever. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry about yeah. it. <laughs> it's fun. It's cool. Just uh <clears throat> I saw one time I went in there and I saw one of my kids from school with his family and they were like he was like, what are you doing here? I was like, I'm buying food and the sandwich and he was like, sweet. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, <laughs> same, same thing
2: you are? <laughs> I, the right eat, answer? I want I want this torta, man. I don't know what you're talking about.
3: I need this right now. I need this right now. Yeah. <laughs> it's really funny. He was like, uh what are you doing here? coming <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's cool though. I'm sure I'm sure that that I don't know. I I'm I'm sure that that's they love
3: seeing you in there. <laughs> Yeah, because he was talking about it later. He's like, that was really odd. I didn't really know. I was like, yeah, I just to, I was checking it out, seeing
2: what was going on. So Really was funny. I was hungry. Plus, <laughs> tortas, man. Oh, my goodness.
3: My okay. favorite. I love the those.
0: The you little, can't buy those anywhere. Uh, seasonal thing at Walmart. And they have a few, like, Mexican or Hispanic kind of treats, but I was in there and I was trying to like attempt to do like just different kinds of like tacos and tortillas. And this this little old Hispanic lady walked up to me and she's like, "You don't want that spice. You want this like seasoning." I'm like, "Oh, thank you, thank you." She's like, <laughs> "I was like, teach me your ways," and she's like, "No, that just stuffs better." And I was like, "Ah." <laughs> no. Thanks anyway. It tastes uh, yeah, it tasted so good. But I was like, oh. Is this some like traditional and she's like, eh kind of, but that just tastes better. I'm like, oh. Thank you (laughs) still. No (laughs) good. This other one's just awful. (laughs) It's trash,
2: don't get done.
1: (laughs) Okay. Love you guys. Love you too.